When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 147, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, benefit the whole. And joining me on today's show is Caleb Hammonds. Caleb started a charity called Agape Charity Organization or Agape Life Charity Organization. And he did so a year ago where he makes lunches for homeless people, he cleans up the city and he volunteers with the Special Olympics. Now he's also working on a clothing line that represents that lifestyle and gives a portion of the profits back to feeding those who are in need. Now on today's show, Caleb is going to share God always understands and is giving and merciful. That's the most important thing that he's learned in his personal journey. And knowing this, well, that has given him the courage to live life. He's also going to talk about the best way to live life is to just be as unselfish as possible. Be a peacemaker, Caleb says, because that is the mark of being a child of God, a person who keeps the peace and lives to help carry burdens of others. And he's also going to talk about staying humble. Welcome to the show, Caleb. Hey. How are you? It's great uh, to connect with you and uh, be able to interview. I know that it is very, very late where you are in the US, so it really is a privilege to uh, have you join us on the show. Yeah, it is. Uh, this is my uh, my first interview, so I'm really excited. Ah, oh, fantastic, fantastic. Well, Caleb, just take us back to when you decided to start a charity. And of course, as we said in the introduction, it's called Agape Life Charity Organization. So it was a year ago that you uh, started this. What prompted you to to actually start up this charity? Um, a year ago was when I officially started, but I started living that type of lifestyle probably like I say four years ago. Mm-hmm. I was just in the like a dark place myself, and yeah. like most people, when they're in a dark place, they seek God. And and reading my Bible, the thing that stood out to me was just love others as you love yourself. And I just dedicated myself to this, just perfecting that. Mm. And then along along the as time went by, I just wanted to make it a charity, just make it official and so I could share it with others. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And um, share with us, when you started to do that and you read your Bible and obviously were really encouraged to love others as, as obviously Christ has loved us, 
what are some of the things that you started noticing? Because I'm sure as you started helping others and reaching others and showing compassion and love through the giving and the support, that um, just their thankfulness and gratitude started to feed your soul. Like really, the note. did you notice the difference and how that made such an impact on your life? Yes, it, um, it gave me a purpose. Like I could clearly see my purpose and it gave me a, a reason to you know to live because i was at i was at its bad place i just mm. couldn't find a reason to live and that gave me a purpose and i was seeing how it was affecting other people's lives as well as mine yeah and people were even asking me stuff like and i could tell them because of, because of jesus what he did for me yeah, fantastic. And so when you say that God always understands and he's giving and he's merciful, I mean, obviously this is something that you've experienced in your life too. If someone's listening today and is maybe where you were a year ago or maybe, um, you know, even more, as you said, your life, you got into a place where it, you know, really was dark and, and you were kind of questioning what's my purpose. If someone's going through that now, what are some insights that you'd want to share with them that you've learned along the way? I think the the biggest thing for someone in that state of mind is, is what kept me going was knowing that if I could trust in God and get out of that place, mm. I could help someone else get out that place. And at that moment, I know exactly how they're feeling because I was in that place. So that gave me like that extra boost boost to keep going. Yes. So just think about once they get out of that, they're going to save somebody's life. Yeah. And isn't it interesting how often when we are feeling really low and, and questioning, you know, what, why have I been born? What, what's my purpose? What am I contributing? When we reach out and start to help others, so living selflessly and giving of ourselves through support, even a, a shoulder for someone or an ear for someone to, you know, to be able to speak to and we just listen, the impact on our own lives, and I'm sure you have this too, just gives you a sense of, of real satisfaction and purpose that worldly things, if you will, just would not give you. Would you agree with that statement? That in your giving and the love and, and the, you know, the mercifulness that our, we know our God is, that feeds us and gives us that sense of purpose that no amount of riches and no amount of stuff in this world ever hopes to give us would you say that's true yeah that's that's true i believe that yeah absolutely so what were some of the things that you did then did you have connections already through your uh, local community or where did you start because someone might be thinking caleb you know what i'm going to do something like caleb has done what were the what are some of the steps that they need to consider um at that time it was just all about um, just helping the people around me because I didn't know anything mm -hmm. about community and volunteer places then. Yeah. But it was just like, let's say if a friend needed a ride, like I'll give them a ride or they needed some money for help, mm -hmm. just help them out. I was just trying to help any way that I can, whatever came up. It just grew from there. Yeah, I love that. So start off where you can, right here and now. Where are there people that or a person that may need that that help and uh, so often don't we Caleb we look at well what organizations or we think well I don't know what uh, to do to take that next step but I love the way that you really just simplified it and said you know what start 
with what you know already and who is in your community um, or your support circle um, that that can be helped and then from there did you start to learn about different organizations how did that how did you come to, to realize that there were other organizations that uh, help people um I think how did that start I had moved to um I was in a like a position where I felt like I might be homeless and in just me thinking like that, it made me think about others who are already homeless. So I went online and just started doing some research and find out about homeless shelters. And I just mm -hmm. called them and wanted to volunteer. And that's how, that's how I got into that. Oh, okay. Fantastic. And, you know, I think um, once you realize that, there, there are a lot of different organizations. Here in Australia, we have what we call... Um, municipalities and there's they're like uh, with us you know different suburbs in which there's towns and there's like mm -hmm. a, what we call a local government and I, I'm not sure how that's set up in in uh, the US but there are organizations that have lists of various charities and various organizations that you can then is that the same in the US that once you find out about them um, you can go and help because they're always looking for people to help support yes well, I don't think ours as as organized as I hear from yours. You got to kind of you got to kind of search on your own here in the U.S. Like oh, courses, yeah. use Google, and but there's always Google always helps. So yeah. pretty much, yeah. Well, you know what? That isn't that interesting. I just uh, finished an interview, Caleb, with um, a lady by the name of uh, Rachel Hannibal, and she went um, searching for a book in in bookstores. Uh, to help young children be able to manage their finances. She couldn't find a resource, so she said, you know what, I'm going to create one. Now, you've recognised that there is, a, a, there is no real official resource to be able to um, find other, you know, organisations, charity organisations. That might be a good idea for someone, or maybe even Agape Life, to start up a, a list of other organizations that people can can support because sometimes it is there are so many people who are willing to help out have you found that too now that you've started up your charity and again well it's called agape life charity organization have you found that other people now are stepping forward to, and saying to you, caleb how can we support you what how can we help you yeah there's been a couple people who asked about ways they could help and i also have had a, one of my friends volunteer at a place where I help out sometimes. So, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. One person can make a difference. Oh, a, a person can. And you know what I, what I think is so interesting and so important for us to share this message is how often do we sit back um, and think, how can I make a difference? But you know what? S you know, taking someone for a lift, you know, from one place to another or going and speaking to someone or giving them, um, you know, a plate of food, whatever it might be, that there, right then and there, makes a difference to that one person. And, you know, you think many people together, if they're all doing that, continue to, to really help. Share some of this. Do you have any stories of people that you've helped out that you know you've made an incredible difference in their lives to the point where it really has turned their life around. Do you have any examples that uh, come to mind? Um, I'll say most of the people that I help, it, 
it changed their life in a sense of how they view the world. But yeah. I haven't made like big, big changes where the person's not homeless anymore. But I've talked to, to some homeless people and I helped them probably get, just get some food or mm. just do something nice, like buy them a book bag and rain jackets. And they told me that they was at a point in their life where they just thought, there was no love and I had them see that there was still love. Yeah. You know, I, I want to just um, take a step back and say, you know, just reaching out to someone, uh, particularly, as you said, someone who's homeless, the fact that you've, you've moved forward and you've done that, you've given that gesture. I mean, that's what, you know, the Bible calls us to, to do, isn't it? To, to really go out, feed the poor, to help them, to the people that are less fortunate than us. Just that action alone or that act alone for them to realise that they're not alone, that someone has actually taken the time to do that, must make uh, be just incredible for them, yes? Yes, that's uh, it helps them a lot. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, you know, mindset and, and what we think about, um, what other people think about us can make a huge difference. And it's like the on the on-flow effect, if you will, that person then, who knows, in, in the, the conversations that they have or, or meet can just be something that just gives them that little bit of, of hope. Um, talk a little bit about, if you will, the best way to live life is just to be as unselfish as possible. That can often be hardest or easier said than done. What are some of the things that you've done that uh, you can really see continues to help you in, in this way of really living an unselfish life? What helps me um, is really just practicing and just doing just doing little things first, like mm -hmm. something simple as like you may have a brother and they want to just borrow something of yours, like you know just say yes, like little simple stuff like that is practicing for bigger unselfish steps, and that's mm -hmm. what helps me. And what else? Also, just think about Jesus, just his whole life of the way he lived and how he died on the cross, like complete unselfishness and love yeah 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 i love the way that you've said also to be a peacemaker because that's the mark of being a child of god what does being a peacemaker mean to you caleb being a peacemaker that's big um just yeah. really just sometimes not always wanting it to be your way whatever you're doing and i play sports a lot so you know, and competition, you know, arguments happen, but it's just about just letting things go, overlooking wrongs, and sometimes just letting, if it's not hurting anyone, just let the other person have the way and just keep the peace. Mm. That, I think, in itself, what you've just said, takes an awful amount of courage and strength because as, as, as we know, as sinners, we so often want to just, you know, if someone says something or does something, like in sports, say, if they do something that's wrong, we just want to bounce on in there and just, you know, um, tell them that that's not fair or whatever it is. But as you say, if it's not really going to um, harm anyone, then sometimes just keeping the peace can make a huge, huge difference um, in where that relationship goes. And you never know, that person may be reacting in, a, in that way because of the fact that everyone that they have met has always pushed up against them, has always argued with them. So to meet someone who's who is kind who has shows a little bit of, of compassion or who just laughs or whatever can make such a difference because in our attitude and in our approaches 
we can show them, you know, Jesus, that, you know, in, in, in the way that we act, in the way that we react. Has, uh, have people kind of noticed that in, in your attitude as you go about playing sports, perhaps? Yeah, I believe so. Um, I had some times when I was playing sports, I played basketball, where things could have went one way, like we like could have been fighting or something. And the way I handled it, I could tell that they was kind of, you know, like, wow, this guy's a little different. And, mm. and we become friends. I have situations like that. Yeah, powerful stuff. You know, because sometimes, you know, if you go to a situation and you think that that other person is going to push back onto you and you kind of in, in your head, men are probably a little bit different. They're getting their fists kind of ready to go. But women, we kind of, oh, I'm going to say this and that. But when someone comes back to, and you responds with a kind word or just allows whatever the situation to flow over, it, it can instantly just really just calm the entire situation. As you say, it opens the door to have a conversation and now through doing that you've been able to to create some good friendships around that which you know that's that's be showing that compassion and the love of of jesus and others so that's so important a great great lesson that you've just shared with us there uh, caleb another great lesson i think when it comes to business and in your instance you know a charity starting one up it's so important for us to stay humble what are some things that you do that really enable you to, to stay humble I'm staying humble. That's probably one of one of my weaknesses, especially growing up. But I have improved a lot. What kind of helps me is just I just try to see everyone is just better than me. That's the best way that helps me. I try to see what other people are good at, and I highlight that. And I just try to see them as better than myself, and that I'm lower than them. I just try to keep that in my head. Yeah, that's what helps me. Yeah. I love that and I think, you know, um, as Christians and we're reading the Bible and we take it to prayer and we know that, you know, the Holy Spirit lives in us, um, the humility, and I think that's it's a, it's a lesson for all of us. Uh, I think, Caleb, you're certainly not uh, the only one that, that, that is, is, is uh, building in you, if you will, or growing in you. That is often the fruit, one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, isn't it? So as he continues to work in our lives, we find that um, the humility... And, and mercy, mercifulness, I think, um, or the meekness, um, you know, and Jesus did that so well. When you think that he is the king, you know, he is the king, and yet his whole attitude was one of real compassion and love for his, for his children, all of us, and he does that with a, a real servant leadership and having such an incredible role model in, in Jesus um, can certainly mm -hmm. give us uh, yeah, give, give us uh, a great role model to, to work towards. So tell us, uh, Caleb, with Agape Life, what uh, plans do, do you have just to continue to, to help with the local community? Are there um, special ways that people who are close to you share a little bit more about how people can support Agape Life and how they can get in contact with you if they'd like to, to reach out and, and support your charity? Um, I do actually do have a website where we accept donations to help me, you know, buy food and mm -hmm. um, buy like tools that clean the community. Um, the website is, is www.learnagapilife.com. And that's how people can help me that's, you know, far away. But mm -hmm. as far as people that live around me in my community is um, like I'll make a bunch of bags and 
like I would give them like 10 bags that they could hand out if they see somebody or we schedule, like, we could schedule a day to have a cleanup together. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And uh, I know, Caleb, that I found you uh, because I, I often will go searching on Instagram um, just and following different hashtags. And of course, can you give your uh, Agape Life or give your Instagram handle? Because I know that I've seen photographs of you with people and so kind of the supporting and, um, you know, so you, you create, if you will, um, a bit of, a, um, yeah, you know, images and so forth of the work that you do. What's your Instagram handle? Um, Instagram handle is like the website is um, at Learn Agape Life. Fabulous. Fabulous. And of course, we'll put uh, um, the links on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE147. We'll put all of the links that you can connect with um, Caleb and, and can certainly see uh, all of the great works that he's doing with his charity, Agape Life. Caleb, one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests, and I would love to be able to do that for you too, is just to finish the show off with a word of prayer. May I do that for you too? Oh, yes, ma'am. Fantastic. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Caleb today and uh, for being able to hear about all of the great work that he is doing in his charity, Agape Life. Father, you know, we're just reminded of how important it is that a kind word, that support for someone who is less fortunate than us and the homeless, that it's so important to live as Jesus did and to go and speak to them and support them the best way that we possibly can. And sometimes, Lord, that is just buying them a meal or giving them a bag, as Caleb has done, or just even talking to them so that they can feel that there is hope and that people do care about them, Lord, and that can, you know, really just open up the doors for them um, to, to somehow, in just a small, small way, um, be what helps them to get back on, on uh, the path of just realising just how loved that they are. Father, we just want to ask for your continued blessing and favour on the work that he is doing. We pray for the people in his community, um, for those that are homeless. Father God, as Christian business owners, we really just want to um, to uphold his work and uh, any way that we can contribute and support, even just in prayer, is certainly going to be beneficial to those that are less fortunate. Father, we just uh, want to, to ask this all in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, Caleb, for coming on the show. As I said, I, I know you are outside, and uh, so we've got a little bit of noise there, but that's fine. Um, it's such, such an honour to be able to hear about the great work that you are doing at uh, Agape Life. And uh, God's blessing on uh, the continued work that you are doing and the, the huge impact I know that you are making with every single person who's coming into contact uh, with you and, and of course, the organisation. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you so much. Thank you. All the best. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.